I mean, you you haven't seen many old older movies yet. No, that's true. Yeah. Yes. So. so this would have been a bit of a shock. Well, I wouldn't call it a shock. I'd call it more of a. It wasn't like a slap in the face. No, it was more like <laughs> it was more like someone threw a wet cloth on my. Oh, a my wet face. cloth. You know, like a bit of like, ah. Oh, oh. I would have. I caught my attention, and now I've got to deal with a wet face. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah, like it's not it's not startling, and it wasn't like a shock, but it was like, ah. Oh. It's a little fright. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little bit like I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, like a certain amount of a, like, I guess it's more of like a certain amount of acclimatizing to. Yeah, that's what you said in your message. So, this is what's the matter. Hi. Uh, you know that we don't actually say what we do here. <laughs> I think we no, used we don't. to. No, no. This is a uh, what's the matter. We, we rant, rant about movies and TV, TV shows and all things related. So it is. Matter. I guess so. M A T R. Yeah, that makes sense. TVs and movies and TV rants. Ah, I even forgot. <laughs> Wait, what? You actually forgot what we called it. What was... I'm like, and what's the matter? What what does it stand for? I made that up too. <laughs> Couldn't remember what it was. That's how long we haven't done it for, oh, though. Like movie and TV yeah. rants, right? Yes. We this should, is rant, movie we and should TV. rant about that. This is what's the matter? Where we rant about movies and TV shows, mostly movies though, because. Team. Well, I mean, I think it's easy to rant about movies. Well, because we can just watch it in one night. You yeah. Know, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so this week, well, I'm B. <laughs> this week, I'm B. <laughs> but only for this week. Well, this week, I'm not Clark. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is just a train wreck already. It's you know what? so let's, fun let's, <laughs> let's keep it rolling. Oh, God. So this week, we're talking about... Oh, wait. This week... Huh? Nah, fuck it. We're starting again. This is a train wreck. <laughs> this is a train wreck. This is fun. Oh, it's all natural. Oh, God. I'm not naked. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to our Halloween month. Yes. That's a bit exciting. Oh, I'm really excited. This is why it's a train wreck, because it's already crazy. It's, <laughs> yeah, but Halloween doesn't mean crazy. It means Can be. spooky. <laughs> spooky. Maybe there's someone in here, like a ghost in here or something. I don't know. What? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So this is our Halloween month. Our first movie is Rosemary's Baby. I think it's important that we stress that the way to properly pronounce Rosemary's Baby is with accent. Rosemary. <laughs> Rosemary's Baby. Baby. <laughs> that reminds me of the Simpsons thing. The was it? Babies. Who wants babies? Hey, that's just a shaved dog. Ah, oh, I uh. see you know babies. <laughs> I also would have gone with uh, the American Dad one. Maybe, baby. Maybe, baby. Maybe, baby. <laughs> Quality. So, Rosemary's Baby. Holy shit. Okay, so just from like, yeah, my context, that's the way. I only watched it for the first time. Yes, that's that's kind of exciting. And it's a, it's a, it was made in the 60s. 68, yes. 68, yeah, so, so late 60s. Rosemary, Rosemary's Baby released in 1968. Mm-hmm. It was based on a book by Ira Levin, which was published the year before. Yes. So it was very quick turnaround. Like, yeah, that is very quick The movie quick came turnaround. out, became a bestseller, and they were like, movie, film it, film it. Wait, wait, <laughs> you just great. said the movie came out. You mean the book came out and it was a bestseller? And then the movie came out a year later. Because the book was a bestseller. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah, cool. Would you? It was directed by Roman Polanski. Now, all yeah. right, so to get it out of the way... Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman Polanski is a big, crazy asshole dick face. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> Roman Polanski is a genius because he is. Right. 
but he's also a rapist. Right. Um, he he raped a thirteen year old girl by uh, by roofing her, and um, but there's a lot of weird shit going because he got convicted, but then he fled the country. He fled America, mm. and um, he went back to Europe. And uh, if he sets foot in America, he'll be imme- immediately arrested and put in prison. Um, the thing is that he was still making movies and he was still win- winning Academy Awards <laughs> in the US. Yeah, so it's like for him, it's just like, you know, sea change and then keep on going. Pretty much. Yeah. And it was only last year in 2018 with the Me Too movement that they actually took him off of the board where he can win anything anymore. <laughs> So it took until 2018 wow. for him to be taken. When did it all happen? When did it all go down? It happened in the 70s. Okay. Another thing to know about Roman Polanski is that um, he, a lot of people think that he was cursed for making this movie uh, because a couple of years after Rosemary's Baby was made, even possibly the year after, um, his wife, his pregnant wife, was uh, slaughtered by the Manson family, by Charlie Manson and, oh, yes, and yes, his yes. people. So a lot of people were like, he brought it on himself for making this devil movie, blah, 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 blah. Roman Polanski is also a Holocaust survivor. So there's a lot of shit going on there. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff <laughs> going on. There is a lot of shit going on there. I don't think any of that excuses excuses him being a rapist. No, um, I think there's a certain amount of accountability between actions and things. Uh, that's only the only thing that he got convicted for as well. There's no telling how much it actually happened because he obviously thought that it was okay to do. Sure. So anyway, <laughs> enough about that dickbag. He's the <laughs> Let's guy just who discuss did the his movie. movie. And again, it's re- it's one of these um, art versus the artist thing because I really love this movie. Like I yep. know a lot of this about this movie because I really do love it and I think there's this weird thing about how a lot of people consider this movie to be uh, a bit of a feminist movie. And it's funny. Not funny. Well, yeah, it's funny because Roman Polanski is definitely not a feminist. But what you have to remember is that he this was his first American movie because he made mainly European movies before this. Right. And he didn't know that you could change, you could have creative control of a movie. So he made this movie almost word for word and using uh, color palettes and shit from the book. So he, this is considered one of the most accurate translations of book to movie. Huh. So all of that feminist stuff within this movie is actually from the book, not from Roman Polanski. Interesting. Yeah. That's a good distinction to make because, yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, Roman Polanski. (laughs) Yes. uh, Another thing that probably needs to be said as well is... uh, the whole Mia Farrow thing. So Mia Farrow, uh, at the time that this movie started filming, she was she was more like a debutante more than anything. Like she was an it girl that was kind of a little bit modeling, a bit of TV spots, but she wasn't a big thing. Okay. The way that she became popular in the public mind was because she married Frank Sinatra. Ah, uh, yes. She was twenty one. He was fifty. At the that's, time, that's uh, quite the gap. Yes, um, they got married. He didn't want her to work anymore. He was just like, "No, you are a housewife now. <laughs> you are my wife, and you are a kept woman. Therefore, you cannot work." She got offered the part of um, Rosemary in Rosemary's Baby. Um, she couldn't turn it down because it's it was a fucking yeah. like you know, and it did. It was the thing that catapulted her into into being a star, and she was going like halfway through filming. Um, he 
was basically threatening to divorce her. She said um, she was going to actually quit the movie. And then one of the producers actually said to her, you will win an Academy Award for this movie if you stay on. And she was just like, fuck, (laughs) well, you know, I have to stay on now. So she did. And Frank Sinatra, being the lovely man that he was, served her divorce papers on set of Rosemary's Baby. And that scene where she's crying with her friends, like, you know, when she has the party with all her young friends and she's crying, she used, because that, uh, the divorce, he went in and gave her divorce papers just before that scene and she used it for that scene because that's actually really her crying about the divorce. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, on top that of, for some depth? Gee. On top of that. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. There's more. There's more. <laughs> to be nominated for an Academy Award, someone has to nominate you. I mean, lately, people can nominate themselves, but that didn't used to be done back sure. in the day. Yeah. She didn't get nominated because people were fucking terrified of Frank Sinatra and his mob connections. Mm. So she wasn't nominated at all, despite the fact that she gave... A fucking amazing performance. Yeah. <laughs> but Ruth Gordon, who plays Minnie, mm-hmm. she actually won for a supporting actress. The Academy Award. Yeah. What? You don't think Minnie was great? I, I did. Was great. She was good. It should have gone to Mia Farrow. <laughs> like yeah. Mia, well, Mia should have gotten that, it. That, 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 that's what I'm a bit like, what? Hang on a second. Because as much as I enjoyed Minnie, and I didn't, I didn't. There's it, parts it's of Minnie a bit that of I was a, a bit creeped a bit out of, about by. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was the point. Like, we'll get no, to I, Minnie I, in a second. I know, but, I know, I know. Um, I think the, that win was a bit like the, um, oh gosh, what's her name? The one that won for my cousin Vinny that everyone's just like, what? What is her name? Um, the, the new Aunt May in the Spider-Man movies. Oh. The, uh, Marissa Tomei. Yes. When Marissa Tomei won the Academy Award for my cousin Vinny, it's like, she was good at it. I don't know if she was Academy Award <laughs> good yeah. for, and I think that's that's kind of like like I love Ruth Gordon. Like Ruth Gordon um, is in one of my favorite movies, Harold and Maude, which I don't think you've seen it. I don't think you'd like if you did see it, but it's just a very offbeat movie from the seventies uh, with her and uh, Bud Court, and they, she, I think she was amazing in that movie, but I think in this movie it is a bit of the Marissa Tomei like yes. They were good, mm. but I don't know if it was Academy Award. <laughs> like, yeah, well, and that's kind of what I was going yeah. for. Like, I mean, it, it still surprises me that Mia Farrow didn't get it. Well, yeah, I mean, they didn't even nominate her because they were so fucking terrified of Frank Sinatra. Anyway, man, all right, man. let's talk about the actual movie now. Ah, the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just all of that does play into the movie. <laughs> that sure, was just that adds a whole shit. another layer of depth to the actual yes, film it itself because. Gee, I went on a bit of a time travel there because I had to really remind myself that this is a film in a time. Yes. So much of what I'm used to in film was not there. And I, obviously I can see where like film... What? Well, I mean, a lot of it was representative of what it was like to be in that time. And so I just never knew it because I didn't know the 60s. Mm. You know, so there's a lot of very old-fashioned... Um, I guess it's like the mannerisms, the the approach, the way that the... Even just the way that he spoke, like his, his sorry, her husband spoke to her mm. about what they were going to do and how they were going to be and what, what was going on, like what they're doing at the house and all this sort of stuff. The little things kind of stuck out as, oh, I have to remind myself, that's just how 
society operated back there's, then. I think, yeah. There's, there's a lot of that stuff that I had to constantly adjust to while I was absorbing the film for what they were, you know, attempting to get across mm. with the narrative as well. So it, it, I, I won't say it was a lot of work for me, but it was certainly... More than you would if it was a, a modern movie, I guess. Well, there's, a, I, there's mm. a lot of stuff that I don't have to... Th- think about when I watch modern film. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because modern film, everything is where it As should it be. Is, yeah. yeah. You know, ev- this is just how it is. You know, you don't have to worry about... But then how do you deal with, like, things like movies of the 90s that are now, that are very, not very extremely, but different enough? Like, watching an episode of Seinfeld or Friends is a bit odd Well, now, like, okay, know? so, yeah, so, like I said, it, I, I didn't say it was a lot of work, but mm. it just does take some acclimatizing to it. So, mm. I I I understand when, you know, in the sixties, this is just the approach they took to dinner, or, you know, how they couldn't just say no to Minnie coming on in and just walking around the house. Like, but that's still pretty. No, yeah, that's and, still pretty. Common. Well, okay, maybe that was a bad example, but there were, you know. It's oh, that's not, it's that's not what I'm of, asking though. Like, what exactly is it that? Because ep- I find that. Um, this movie, like, yes, there's some weird, um, like, gender shit going on there. There's a lot of weird gender shit. But no more than you would find of a couple now that is really traditional. Like, you go into a very, I'm not going to say what religion, but because it actually deals with a lot of religions. Yes. Certain religions, you would still find a dynamic like what they had. That's fair. I think you see less of it now. I mean, that's, that's, that's obviously an opinion. I'm not really sure if that's true or not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say it was more work, but maybe it was because... I maybe just, you were just more aware of it. Like, yeah, and I, mm. I think I was thinking about it more than I had to. Mm. You know, I it was... You know, I was trying to take in as much as I could and also try and... I think what I was doing was I was actually looking at the film and wanting to be... When it first came out, Mm. I was in the 60s when it came out and could that feeling of what people were actually going through when they watched this mm. film what was it like to be there and because that's why I said I wasn't sure before we started but how to classify this film in terms of what genre and it's, it's not a it's not horror it it kind of is though like it's but, a, it, but at the same time it's more culty sort of yeah, but than that, it is that about would... Like, how else would you classify cult stuff if not in horror? Well, I guess that's the thing. Is it's it like, like, I would class it as but, a horror thriller. But there wasn't, like, and this is, I guess, you know, part of what I was working on was really trying to find its place in terms of my modern definitions because the modern yeah, definitions so you, didn't really match up with what so it was. But you're working backwards there yes. because uh, Rosemary's Baby was actually one of the first movies to deal with this sort of and stuff. And I think that's part of the reason why I was mm. having trouble just acclimatize it just a little bit. I mean, obviously it was pretty easy because it's a pretty linear sort of mm. path. It's a pretty straightforward sort of film. It's not... We literally didn't see that coming. Like, I think I knew from the start. But that's because of popular culture. Like, yes. Yeah, because, and, I mean, at the time, I think I think the idea of the, the whole story was that you were supposed to think that the cult was going to steal her baby, like what she thought. Um... Because the whole, like, you obviously, spoiler alert, but the whole thing of, <laughs> 70 like... 70 years later, spoiler yeah, alert! The whole thing about that the baby is the devil's son, mm. um, that was a twist ending. That was a twist. Originally, 
with everything that happens, you're supposed to believe they were just that they were just her to yeah take that the baby. that they were just going to take the baby or they were going to kill the baby yeah, or sacrifice anything. the baby yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so the fact that it's actually the devil's baby at the end and and her face when she sees it like her face when she sees the baby is more horrifying than them flashing the eyes for a second you know? is that is that the first time she sees the baby or yeah. when she goes up to it at the end and she starts rocking that's what I mean at the end when she because when I watched it the, the other week it was there was a first immediate interaction with the baby where she was she saw it for the first time and she was terrified yeah that look that look when and then she there was a bit when she, towards the end when she's like I guess I'm just gonna roll over and do it but she's like smiling like yeah that was different though right yeah so there were two different you're, which yeah, one yeah, were yeah. you talking so about so I'm talking about when she first sees it when and she she's horrified yes like yes. The, the her face when she sees it I think says more than the flash of eyes that they do of, of the devil yes because her horrified face is believable like mm. she, you believe that she has seen something so horrifying that has made her like gasp and then she like goes straight into shock like it's just well she should have won the fucking Academy Award <laughs> where's my <laughs> fucking, fucking Academy fucking Award Frank Sinatra um yeah so <laughs> So we're reeling back. We're talking about the end at the moment. It's okay. <laughs> going, going back, 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 back. Um, so the hotel that they used on the outside is, um, I think they call it the Branford or something in the in the movie. It could be. Brand- I wasn't paying attention Brand- to that detail. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but it's actually the Dakota in New York, and that's actually where John Lennon was killed. Oh, okay. Um, More trivia. Yes. But that happened like 12 years after they filmed that movie. Oh. Yeah, well, John Lennon died in 80. Yeah, no, that make, I, I didn't really put the two together in time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, that makes so much sense. So, um, and so it's kind of weird that, because, like, uh, their friend Hutch, you know how he kind of yeah. warns them? He plays that character in all the horror movies that is like, you guys, something bad's going to happen. <laughs> like, Don't alert, go alert, door. alert, alert, something bad. You know, like, you yeah, know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In uh, Cabin in the Woods, where there's that guy that's got like a milky eye or something. Oh, and he's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. And they, they talk about the fact that there's always that person that warns them and they always choose to ignore that that's person. That guy. Yeah, well, that's Hutch in this movie where he's <laughs> just like, literally, there has been rumors of like witchcraft and cannibalism and like awful shit happening in this hotel. And they're like, oh, you're crazy. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen to us. It's a really good Shut deal. Shut up, old man. Like, they're they're yeah. offering us a cheap well, price. That's, that's the other thing. Like, He's an out-of-work actor. How the fuck are they affording a sub subdivided apartment that big? Like, I, I, it reminds me I of the house shows, that slightly. meme that, that goes around, of like, I'm a butterfly collector, and, you know, I dress up raccoons for fun. We oh, have yeah, $2 yeah. million dollars to spend. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, that's what that sounded like when you, when you watch that movie. I mean, I, look, to be honest with you, I think I was just kind of, all right... <laughs> give them oh, the, just, right. just just give it to them because no one's criticizing them for that. What? Like in terms of no one's looking at this film and going, oh yeah, that's no one's joining those dots back in the sixties. Yeah, maybe or, or unless they were and they were like, how the fuck are they affording what that? What a place? shit film! But I mean, I think um, the guy that's showing them around, he he says. I wish I could charge more or something. So it sounds like it was probably rent controlled more than anything. Yeah, I don't think it was. Yeah, I suppose that's more of the cases that had more flexibility to do more to the place back then than you could now with a rental property or something. Like, no, no, he says it's rent controlled. So it means that the price 
oh, could not sorry. have gone up. Yeah, like, um, that, okay. Because he says something like, um, you know, I wish I could charge more or something like that. Mm. So I'm, I'm guessing that it had to stay at a certain... And, and it's also a subdivided apartment as well. So, like, all those apartments now would be... Like, the one that they had is mm-hmm. probably three apartments now mm. because um, those are those buildings that uh, the whole, whole floor would be one apartment and then slowly they, like, have subdivided, subdivided, subdivided mm-hmm. to the point that there's, like... Just small units now. Yeah, there's, yeah. like, yeah, seven yeah. or eight units. I mean, I think it's floor. a fair point, like, the fact that he's spending all his time looking for a part that he never got and then they decide... Well, I mean, he's no, the face of Yamaha, just... I guess. Like he. Well, yeah, I suppose the... he has a, some form of income. Mm. Yeah. I think it's it's quite um, telling of the fact that uh, she like rattles off his parts really easily. Like she's got them memorized. Like, you know, yeah. she's she's very quick to be like, he's done this and this and this and this. Mm. <laughs> like, and and she and the way that she does it um, is very practiced. Like she, when she's in the laundry with um with Terry Terry mm-hmm. Gionofrio, I think her name is, and she's saying it. She's still like doing her laundry and stuff, and like she, it's she's not even thinking about it. Like it's so ingrained in her to know her husband's achievements mm. <laughs> that she's just kind of like rattling them off. I thought that was interesting. Um, but again, it, it's it's a whole gender thing going on <laughs> from the sixties. The fact that um. You know, after she basically gets raped by the devil. Um, yeah, that that was a pretty interesting. That was. Scene. I, I, I again, I love this movie, but I've seen that scene twice now because I watched it once, mm-hmm. and I never wanted to watch it again. That's totally <laughs> and reasonable. so, I, just like in Pulp Fiction, that I fast forward the rape scene mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. I always used to fast forward this scene as well, and um, and it wasn't until the other night that I'm like, I'm gonna have to watch it because it, I can't discuss this movie and not watch this scene that's like considered one of the most, like. So for you know. me, I initially thought it was a dream. <laughs> well, I I think. Part of the movie is giving you the idea that it could be, that you don't... No, like, I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, they were trying to, I don't think They were Rosemary, trying to merge the two, or that she was... Was she, was she drugged at that point? Well, she didn't... She wasn't fully drugged. Like, what Minnie says when they're all standing there naked um, is yeah. if she ate the mouse, because she doesn't call it moose, she calls it mouse. That's true. <laughs> um, if she ate all the mouse, she won't remember a thing, but... Because she Rosemary only, felt the chalky undertaste, she, she only had one spoonful That's or two, right. like at so two at the was most. Slightly awake of it. All. So yeah. she, yeah. So um, they were talking about the fact that, yeah, she should technically have been completely out of it, but she wasn't. So she, that she, whole like, this isn't a dream. This is it real. Into a thing, yeah, but, but not but fully. At, but yeah, but at the same time, yeah. she was still like speaking That's to the Pope so and stuff. Yeah, I don't get that shit. Well, I think... Like, I, I guess I get it because I, they were going for merging of reality and dream world and stuff I like that. I think they were the setting time. up the fact that um, she was raised Catholic, so she still had that Catholic guilt. Yeah, okay. Um, so in, in the first dream that she has where it's just, like, a bunch of nuns in a choir and then mm. someone telling her off and her of her breaking a window, I think that's supposed to set up 
the fact that she, even though she doesn't really believe in that anymore, it's so ingrained that she still has Catholic guilt. Yeah, makes sense. Um, that second dream when, like, it turns into the, the, the rape scene, she is on a boat with friends. And there's this weird thing where, um, like, Hutch is there as well, but then they, like, kick him off the boat with all yeah, his maps and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, so, and I think that was more of a, like, um, that he was no longer going to be in their lives because he was uh, he was their landlord before. Like, he was the one that actually had them in the, in his house before. So it was kind of like, a, all right, we're detaching ourselves from him hmm. um, and we're living this new chapter in our lives, but then that's when, like, she kind of woke up and then there's this weird thing where she's being... Obviously, she's being put on, like, a gurney or something and being taken through the the weird trapdoor thing behind the the closet. Yeah. So she's seeing she's seeing her own house and then she's seeing the house of the Castavets and she's seeing all the weird fucked up paintings that like she notices yeah. that when they first go to the Castavets, she says, Did you notice that they had taken down a whole bunch of paintings? There was all these like empty spots where paintings should be. Because you find out later those paintings are fucked up and it's got like yes. Notre yes. Dame burning yes, yes, yes. and like, you know, weird Hellscape like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. she sees that, like yeah. glimpses of that when she's I being taken through. I think I'm going to have to watch it again. There's so much. There's I, so like, much. This is, the, I, this is the thing. Is like, I think because I was looking for I was looking for it, whatever it was in terms of the whole film and I was trying to take it as much as I can. But I think to your excitement and to your point... <laughs> You can't do that in one sitting, and you can't, you can't do it. You can't. But I, but I like that this is the first time that you've watched it because I don't remember what it was like the first time I watched it. Oh, you know? okay. Well, like, I can give I think, you some pretty, pretty raw sort of. Yeah, I think it's. It. I think it's a a really interesting mixture of you having just seen it for the first time and me who fucking has basically studied this movie for fifteen years. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Well. How about how about we try this? How about I throw out some stuff. Uh huh. And you go to town on it one way or the other with all the stuff that you're going to know. All right. So these are supposed to be just opinions and perspectives on things. I think I kind of picked the husband early that something wasn't right. I think I was like, okay, no one – and this is is the issue I had with it especially well because I wasn't really sure about – we talked about, you know, being in the 60s and that's what it was like in the 60s. So Mm. having that as a background thought and then his constant letting her down and then saying Mm. to her – I'll make it up to you. I still love you. Especially this sort of in contrast to the first bit of it when they were just really in love. Correct. And they were like joking yes. around. Before and they stuff. got yeah. into the apartment, before like, the day after or the night after that he met the Kastovitz. Mm. So I had a problem with his approach constantly after that first bit. Um, something had changed. Mm. And from that point, I was like, Something's different. Either he's something's going on that we don't know yet. Either he's in on it, or whatever it is, or he's being blackmailed, or he's under it too, and he has no idea what's going on, and he's just having a hard time to deal with it. I'm. That's so cool that that's what you got from it because I don't remember at any point where I didn't know that he had basically sold out his wife in the first night. <laughs> like, I just, every time I well, watch it now, I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> right, right. It's so clear to you. But the thing yeah. is, for me... Yeah, like, yeah. So you take, so those, cool. you take those things, but then at the same time, I, was having, I wasn't sure because well, yeah, of what it was like in the 60s. Is he just because... having a frustration because he's not getting that part? 
is you know like you know all but these other also because Rosemary isn't a, a consistent narr- narrator like you d- you can't take yeah. Rosemary's because the whole movie is from Rosemary's perspective you are never in the room with anybody else as long as she's not there like you're not yeah. in no, no, at no, any no, point no, yeah. no, no, you're right yeah, yeah. Does that makes sense it yeah, does yeah. like so you're, you're yeah. following her around only. yeah yes. yeah so you all see you what see is the interactions doors. that are had with her yes. so um that's so cool because like so guy uh okay so first of all they guy. wanted to <laughs> guy his name's guy you guy um they first of all they wanted robert redford to yeah, be yeah didn't they have a reasonable list of guys that they wanted to they do wanted the all american guy <laughs> but um, because of contract he... bullshit, they couldn't get. Originally, it was Robert Redford that they yeah. were like, you know, that's, hard for. That's the guy. Yeah, and um, but they couldn't get him because of contract issues, and I think there was two other people that were very like American guy kind of things. They got um, John Cassavetes. Um, and by the way, <laughs> John Cassavetes. The first time that I ever heard of John Cassavetes was in Dennis Leary's song "Asshole." <laughs> because there's that you know that when he has that big rant at the end where yes. he's just yeah, yeah, yeah. and then at the very very end he's just like I'm gonna th- get the Duke and John Cassavetes and Lee Marvin yeah, and yeah, Sam yeah. Peckinpah and a case of whiskey and drive yeah, down to Texas he's like right. you know who you really are an asshole you gotta shut up and sing this song pal yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that bit that bit <laughs> in case you didn't know <laughs> it apparently I it. do that bit that's the first time I ever heard of John Cassavetes so I remember watching this movie and be like oh it's a guy that, from asshole that's, 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 that's the asshole yeah, guy yeah because apparently he was an asshole <laughs> yeah he comes across as an asshole well I mean he he plays a really good asshole probably because he was a bit of an asshole well again i used to have a crush on him and then i remember watching this movie and at the start being like he's really hot and then by the end i'm like kill him (laughs) kill the (laughs) coward i hate that guy yeah you know i mistakenly initially i thought he was dean martin oh yeah you know but then that dark yeah but then i was like no that's not dean martin there's no charm there's no no sing come on break out the song come on and didn't do it it was, I find this guy more attractive than Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Was, I wasn't attracted to either of them, but you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aesthetically, I think uh, John Cassavetes is more attractive than Dean Martin, but Dean Martin is probably less of an asshole than John Cassavetes. Yeah, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> no, no, no. From from history. <laughs> from accounts. Yeah, yes, yes, that's yes, yes. Technically, how I um, yeah. So I think all in all, and by the end of the film, I actually thought that guy. Like, sure, there's true color. He was just what we always thought he was, He's which just was just a coward. A, a selfish coward. Selfish coward. Because I thought I was helping us both. I know. Not How what? dare he? No. The fucking audacity. And then he goes and hides behind a chair. And he's like dying. Like, you can see him in the background, just like not not knowing where to hide his face. And you're just like, you fucking coward. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you did this. This is yeah. your fault, so, you fucker. So, you to, did it all for a part. I kind of, yeah, I. He was the obvious one where I was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. Oh, man. That bit when... Um, okay, so w- what I was actually going to say before, after mm-hmm. the rape scene and she wakes up and she's got all the scratches on her and stuff yeah. and and, he's, and she's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's like, hey, and, what um, happened? Yeah, and he was just... He just says some of the most, like, f- f- filthy things. Like, not filthy as in filthy, but I mean, like, filthy as in, like, you piece of shit... Yeah, what did, um, didn't, didn't he say something along the lines of He says, like, he goes, oh, I, I didn't, I didn't, drunk. no, no, he goes, so originally when she starts like drifting off, mm. when she, ha- after she has the moose, uh, the mouse, <laughs> she, 
he goes, oh, don't worry, we don't have to make a baby tonight. So she feels relatively safe yeah. with her husband. Yeah. And then when she finds out that they had sex anyway, she's she's like, because she had the dream that she's not sure if it was real or not, of having yeah. sex with the devil or being yeah. raped by the devil. And then he comes the in devil. and confirms it. And then he's just like, oh, thanks a lot. And then she was just like, we didn't have to do it right at this second. Like yeah. you, we had another, cause even on the calendar, it, it had like two, two days. days that she yeah. was, she would have been like fertile. Yeah. And, um, and he was just like, oh no, it was kind of good. It was kind of like in a necrophile kind of way. It's like, what oh, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I was like, and then, wait a minute. And then secondly, she gets upset because she feels violated. And Rightly he, and he so. was just like, oh, he's like trying to like, you know, like go, oh, whatever, whatever, you know, it's fine. You know, I didn't want to miss baby night. The fucked up thing here is the fact that until the 70s, which obviously is like a few years off of this movie, mm. it was legal to rape your wife. You could rape your wife. That's a bit messed up. Yeah, until the 70s. And then in the 70s, they're like, oh, actually... Can't do that. You probably shouldn't be able to do that. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so that's why there's like no fight at all. I mean... Well, I suppose that... I, yeah, I guess that no pushback from her. Is that what you mean? Rosemary is, is quite subservient yes. like throughout the whole movie she is she doesn't want to upset anyone she she's always like even if she doesn't want to hang out with Minnie or like Minnie and and by the way Roman <laughs> hmm. she but she still does because she feels like she has to like when they start talking about religion and stuff she kind of just bows down her head like she's so meek and like yeah um originally uh, like supposedly in so in the book Rosemary is supposed to be quite curvy and, like, not big, but just, like, you know, curvy. Vivacious. Yeah. And um, and originally they were looking at Sharon Tate, Roman Polanski's wife, oh, yeah. to do it. Um, but then Roman Polanski ended up picking Mia Farrow because they could make her look more sickly because she was all wayfish and skinny yeah, and stuff. Okay. And they yep. do a good job because she looks like job. she's about to die. Yeah, no, so, like, well, to that point <clears throat> when they first, like, I noticed the stark difference of when they first Started giving her the, the shake, the shake and, yeah. uh, and the thing around the, her the neck. The tennis root, yeah. Tennis root and Which, by the way, does not exist. <laughs> no, I know. I looked it up. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's, so not, that's not a thing. Is, is that a thing? Oh, it's, yeah. oh, it's just a made-up thing for film. Oh. Mm. I'm kind of annoyed, but also satisfied at the same time. <laughs> they got yeah. me. Yeah, they got me, <laughs> bastards. Anyway, um, her transition to being super healthy and vibrant, colourful hair, mm. and then she got the hair cut, and I was like, Oh, now you just look like you've got sickle cell anemia. That is, that's not good. Like, you just look really gaunt and really pale and really, you know, just, wow, that's a really good job of going from that to that. It's funny that the haircut is such a big deal that everybody mentions it. Like, everyone. I thought it was kind of cool. I, I thought it was fine. Like, it's, I mean. Like, but the way she sells it is what makes it fine for me was because she said, this is, this is the latest hairstyle. I was like. Well. To me, and like I didn't know if that was true or not because I, I mean, don't know hairstyles. Like, but Vidal Sassoon literally was the hairstylist of the of the movie. That was an yeah, but actual my, my, Vidal Sassoon yeah, haircut. That's, but that's my point <laughs> is that I don't know haircuts to know that that's not a thing. Yeah. Or a thing if it was. Yeah, yeah. So for me, the fact that she goes and get a haircut like that, it's like, oh, she's just being new way edgy. It's the only decision that she makes by herself. And everyone shits on it. But doesn't she? Everyone shits on oh, it. Oh, I suppose she, she chooses not to drink the thing, drink anymore. But that's not. No, that's no. Not the same but thing. this Sorry. is like um, like an agency decision. thing yeah. of like her, mm. not 
not through force, not through doing like, what she desperation. wanted to do for, yeah, yeah. yeah. For it was herself. literally yeah, yeah. her being like, I feel like having a haircut today. Mm. I'm going to go get a haircut. And everybody shits on it. Everybody in the movie <laughs> is just like, like, I mean, as soon as she walks in and guy's like, you didn't pay for that, did you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, you're such a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, John Cassavetes. <laughs> He's going to get so much hate out for the rest of his life for that, I'm sure. He's just like, I'm over it. Film. Um, yeah. I mean, but that's that's the whole point of her picking her from the beginning as well, is that she could pull that off really well. Like, she could pull off the meek and mm. um, subservient woman, waifish woman, that was really the the height of what, I don't know, I guess men wanted in those days, you know? Yeah, throw back another thing. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I looked at uh, kind of the whole interaction between um, her and the doctor. Which one? Doctor, the, not her old doctor, the one she just dropped, but the new one. Sapistine. Sapistine. And... It's almost oh, don't read books. Yeah, it's oh. straight away I was like, "Wait, this guy's the best." Yeah, how is he the best if he's? And then it got to a point where it was like, obviously. Did you pick it? When did you realize that he was in the cult? Uh, I never thought he was in the cult. I always, well, I did by the end, but yeah. <laughs> Because he's there. Because he's, he's there. In the cult. He's like, dude, have another syringe. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, what? He just keeps stabbing her. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's not cool. Um, I kind of figured he was just being paid off. Right. You know, right, like, initially yeah, yeah. he was like, I, I don't care. I'll just come give my advice. Yeah, the cult's like, I'm sending me a new one. Okay, cool. This is one they oh, Okay, cool. They're working on this one. Mm. Yeah, don't read any of this shit. Because there's yeah. no way that, like, the other women that would go and see him would do that stuff too. Yeah. You know, well, like to me, that, it seems like such an eyesore or I such mean, a standout example of one woman who has gone in there being groomed by a cult. Yeah. The rest of them to go in there who get pregnant, like all of her friends. Yeah. They know of this guy. They know of this doctor. They're not doing what he's asking them to do. They're doing their own. They're like, I read like the, the bit when they talk to her at the party. Mm. They're like, what do you mean you haven't read a book? What do you mean you haven't yeah. done this? What do you mean you haven't... Oh, like, what do you mean you've been in pain since you first got pregnant? What the like, fuck? what the fuck? Like, you've been in pain and he just said, sleep it off? Like, yeah. you know, like, to me, that's sort of crying. And I don't know if that was more because of her subservient nature and the pressure she was. She found herself in as where she was with her husband and the, and the neighbours, and they were just so insistent that she do it their way. Mm. And she just went along with that, or she was genuinely, completely out of her depth of knowledge, and she had no idea. Well, she was getting be- beaten down <clears throat> with a lot of that information, like so from the beginning. When um, I mean, that's a dead giveaway as well that there's something going on because when she tells Guy that she's pregnant, he's just like, "Ah, oh, hey, look at that." <laughs> like he's just very like, oh, well, I'm gonna tell the neighbors. Like, oh yeah, what the fuck? The first thing he does is tell the neighbors. Like, <clears throat> to be from... fair, I was really slow on the uptake on that one. Mm. I was a bit like, well, he's really quick to. Yeah, believe. he really digs the like, neighbors. And that's why I thought something was up. Mm. I wasn't sure what it was, mm. but I thought that he was obviously in on something, or he was doing something like he shouldn't have been doing. Like, I wasn't sure mm. that he was part of the cult necessarily. Well, I thought he had his own underground shit he had to deal with. He's like, fuck, I've got to get the guys together, or I've got to go do something, you it's, know. He, I mean, it's done really well. Like, <clears throat> obviously, 
I mean, John Cassavetes ended up doing a really good job because mm. he, at the beginning when she's just like, oh, you know, um, Minnie invited me over for dinner or whatever, and he's just like, oh, come on, you can't encourage that, like, because then, you know, we, we don't want them to stick to us or whatever, yeah. like. And so he's, like, really against it. And then she was just like, yeah, we don't have to go. And he's just like, no, now we are. Like, he, he kept gaslighting her, which, yeah. which really pissed me off. Um, yeah, so he so he was really against it. But the thing that's most annoying about his character is the fact that when they're at dinner, um, Minnie and Rosemary go into the kitchen. They're gone for, like, 10, 15 minutes at the most. Mm. And when they come back... Uh, guy is like really into what Roman is saying. Hmm. So you don't know if it took all of 10 minutes for him to decide that he was going to give up his fucking wife. <laughs> because from that night when they're like, ah, ha, ha, they're so silly, blah, blah, he's just like, Roman had some pretty good things to say. I might go over again tomorrow. And have a it's chat. like, holy shit, are you serious? Like one hmm. chat and you're already well, see, giving up to your, me, your to wife. To me, that wasn't really what I... I mean, I picked up on it a little bit, but I thought that was more to do with him being selfish, so selfish about his own personal career and where yeah. his mindset was, is I think he was promised something. Yes. And so he was more following up on that promise, a sort of... So Roman sounds like he knows people in the business and stuff. Like he, yeah, he talks up quite a bit. Yeah, sells that like he knows the best of the best and the best. Yeah, so and, I can see that. So to me, it was more of he's thrown out a couple of fish to Guy, and yeah. Guy's been oh, like, yeah, oh, I'll buy, yes, sure, sweet, and then jumped in. dinner. And then they go on, they, they just groom him from there in the next preceding yeah, weeks, yeah. I suppose. That's kind of how I no, put it together. Well, okay, so at dinner, Roman is very, like, ego-strokey, because he's just like, oh, I remember you did that thing, and, like, mm. he does this weird hand thing. He's like, yeah, that's it. It's like, oh, fuck off. Like, you did <laughs> not, you did not know him. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, because the guy's like, um, But Guy's just, just like, he knows, he knows that I did, I did that the thing. thing. Um, which is so ridiculous. But the next day is when a guy finds out that he got the role because the other guy went blind. So uh, yeah. that so tells you that he was like hook, line and sink. To me, that was the concrete one where they're like, yeah. so we'll give you an opportunity to do the thing, but this is what we'll do. But in order mm. to gain your trust, I think we'll that, get you this thing. I think that was a thing of like for him to prove himself because obviously he had to take the tie. Like they did the swap of the ties with, yeah, the, okay. with the other guy because they need something from the other person to do the, the yeah. spells. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I've seen this movie way too many times. Um, because, so this is another thing of uh, how Rosemary is actually quite smart. Like, she's not, like, yes, she's subservient, but she's very observant. And she, like, she noticed the painting, there was something missing off mm -hmm. the walls. Mm -hmm. um, she worked out the, the anagram. Anagram? No. Yes, anagram. Anagram? Yeah. yeah, she worked out the anagram, and she kind of tricked the guy that went blind into telling her how, he, like, because she goes, oh, what did she say? She says something like, oh, because he took something from you or something like that. He man she manages to get oh, the so guy she, to yeah, say she what she had guys tie. Yeah, he had guys he, tie. And yeah, they had. But she tie. tricks him into saying it, like because the, I can't remember what she actually says, but she says something that implies that she knows something but not the exact thing well, and then the guy just fills in the gaps. My understanding was that she said, if I can remember correctly, that, oh, Guy said he left, I think because she knew the guy had his tie or something. Didn't Guy mention she, it? She didn't know what it was. Uh, she said something general like that, like, oh, she, 
that he t- he has go, something of yours yeah, or something like that. Yeah, did Guy something of yours or something? Yeah, and um, and that's when the guy's just like, oh, no, we swapped ties, and then that's how she knew that that um, it was gone because she put together the fact that um, Roman came in to take the glove of Hutch, and that's why yes. Hutch went into yes. a coma. Um, which is the same way that the old lady Man, was in a coma. I, I tell you what, like this whole time, like it's pretty plain to see. But I'm not a woman, right? <laughs> so uh-huh. <laughs> bear with me here. Bear with me here. But it's pretty plain to see that back then, like the, the amount of how women were just completely ignored in terms of or they were dismissed as crazy mm. and how they couldn't possibly ever explain themselves or get any sort of support that there was a strong theme the whole time from here. Yeah. Obviously, it was heavily manipulated for the film, and mm. that's what they were playing and there was on the deliberately. And, and there was the whole <laughs> element too. But, but like, it, it was like, I just can't help but think that. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be a woman, but it would be, you, it would be kind of crazy. Like you, you would go mad. It's, you would get paranoid. Like it's a bit you'd be of in a... your own head so much, and then all you want is just clarity. What you want is just answers but that's, to... But that's know. the amazing thing about this movie, that it does portray those feelings really well. That it does... You're so in Rosemary's head, like, leading up to the end. Yes. And they do that really, really well, like, with the um, with the telephone box scene and stuff, where she thinks that she's oh. seeing Zapperstein, but it's actually yeah. some other guy. Some Although, technically, I think it is Zapperstein, like, not... Not the not, actor. No, no, not the character, but the actual actor. I think they use because he goes off screen, and then the guy that she sees is actually. Yeah, the guy probably, that they back. probably. I do think it. it's the same I guy because he's got like different hair and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the whole thing of you feeling that way near the end is very much to do with that they made it so that you would feel like that. Mm. Like, um, but the funny thing about that in general is that. Her going to the other doctor to heal, which, by the way, is Charles Grodin, really young. What the oh. fuck? You know who Charles Grodin yeah. is? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I recognize his face. And I was like, I yeah. know that guy. He's got a very specific face. He does. And that's why I was like, um, I know that face. Yeah. Like, I, oh. I think the first time I ever saw Charles Grodin was in Heart and Souls with Robert Downey Jr. Mm. Yeah, that was not one of my favorite movies, even though it's mm. <laughs> But I think, um, oh, I can't remember the movie. He, I know he was in the Beethoven movies, the ones with the... Oh, the dog? The dog, yeah. yeah. And then he was in, like, a prestige movie, I think. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, um, so when well, she I, goes... I totally picked him, by the way. I was like, nah, he's in but, on it. But is he? But is he? Because he's not there at the well, end. I think oh, with, with yeah, Dr. Okay, Hill, so maybe he's closer to the idea of he can get his accreditation up because he's dealing exactly. with a really that's, a lot of doctor. people a lot of people say he's in on it he's in on it because he yeah. calls he calls so I, blah, I, blah. yeah that's fair because I, I kind of went one of two ways on that one I was like he's either in on it and she's I don't doesn't have a chance from or the beginning, he sells her out from the beginning I don't think he was in it I think as soon as she mentioned Dr. Saperstein he was just like oh he's famous like everyone keeps saying yeah, how famous and yeah, how good okay. he is I think he was just like I can get in his good books I can like especially because she sounded guy. crazy too well that's the thing that's what I was going to say is mm. that so the whole idea of you know women not being heard or women just being thought as hysterical or crazy blah blah, blah. in that situation in real life 
calling a loved one is the right choice. <laughs> like yeah. if somebody in real life goes into a doctor's and says, I think witches are trying to kill me, then the right choice is to call your loved ones and be like, holy fuck, your loved one is fucking insane right now. Like, I've given her some sedatives. But in this, in the context of this movie where you're like, where you, at this point you're still not sure whether Rosemary is just crazy or there's actually a plot going on. Yeah. Um, the When she wakes up and she's all like, you know, talking to the baby and stuff, when Guy and Dr. Saperstein walk in, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, <gasps> <laughs> ah, run! Jump out the window! I was just so upset because <laughs> I was just like, no! Like, because you're just... As soon as you... You, t- you like, take a breath at that see, point this, of like, oh, she's yeah. okay. No, but see, this is the thing, is it because I've... I, like our Avatar scenario, mm. how we walked into the film and we ripped into a plot device, all that sort mm. of stuff. I've kind of since then kind of only ever watched films semi-open-mindedly because mm-hmm. I've seen deliberate like leads take you down a certain path yeah and I as soon as he walked her into this room like alright just lay down and have a rest for two minutes while mm-hmm. I sort this out I'm like she's fucked she's done <laughs> they're coming well, in I to mean, get her there's no way they're gonna and like, I, like I'm like they haven't answered any of the significant questions yet so they're about to screw her over one big last time I can just feel it they do the whole movie like I, I think I mean, obviously, I knew something was going to happen because it couldn't just end like that. Ah, oh, then well, she had the kid and, and it was, was fine. And that was my point. That, that's my point. It's <laughs> like I knew it was building to something, but like at the same time, it was like I I don't know. I I again, obviously, I really love this movie and I really love how Mia Farrow portrayed Rosemary, but she plays it so well when um, Hill, like Doctor Hill, sounds like he believes her, mm. and she was just like, oh, you believe. Like, it's just this fucking relief yeah. of, like, there. there's two points where you, like, you, what well, I really feel for Rosemary as far as, like, holy shit, man, like, you need a hug. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's one of them that's where she's them. just like, I, you know, thank you so much for believing me. And then yeah. to be betrayed by that, the only person that has told, that has patted her on the back and been like, it's okay, mm. I believe you, mm. betrays her fucking fuck you fuck yeah, you Charles yeah. Grodin your fucking dog too and then um, <laughs> but the other bit that I really really feel for her and I think I felt it more this time because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen the movie since I had my kid mm-hmm. um, is after the dinner party that she's having a fight with Guy and then the pain stops and she feels the baby moving Mm. And, like, Guy can't even touch it because he knows it's the fucking son of the (laughs) devil. So he, like, even flinches. Like, his hand just is like, "Mm, (laughs) I don't want to touch that. Devil baby. But she doesn't even notice because she's so happy that the baby's alive. And she starts crying and she starts saying, he's alive. Like, and she's just so happy that he's alive. Like, you just want to give her a hug because at that point she's nearly about to pop. Like, she's, like, a month or two off of... Like yeah, giving yeah, birth, yeah, yeah. so like I like I went through something like that because we went through a um, a heat wave in my first three like my first trimester. Yeah, right. And it was the first uh, time here in Australia that we had gone to like forty five, forty six degrees. Do we have a week of it? 
We did, Ooh. yeah. And um, and I was still working at the time, so Ooh. I would have to walk from the bus stop to my house. Ooh. And um, and I was freaking the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> and I would get home, and our air conditioner was busted. So we'd like, I'd have to go into my brother's room, who had one of those like old rickety ones, and just sit in front of it, and just hope to God, like hope to. I don't believe in God, but I hope to the universe that, like my kid was all right. So the first time that I felt my kid move mm. was my, that was my reaction of like, Oh my God, Holy mother of Christ. It's alive. It's alive. <laughs> like, and, and it's funny because when I first watched the movie, obviously I hadn't had a kid, no. but I still felt for her. Like yeah, I still sure. felt like, Holy shit. Like her going through most of her pregnancy thinking that the baby was dead because she had all this pain and no one would give her anything for the pain. Yeah. And then going to, like, having gone through, like, an actual pregnancy and being like, I could not have done a, nearly a whole pregnancy thinking that my kid was dead. Like, are you fucking for real? <laughs> like, that is that's that is some sort of psychological torture. And I think that's the whole point of it, though. It was more of a psychological... It was very much, yes. There was, there was little to no gore. There was actually no gore. Yeah, there was, think zero, zero gore. I mean, there was oh, a there was gore put... when you see Terry on, oh, the, no, sidewalk on the sidewalk. Like yeah, that. that's, that's more like gory. that's more like paint. That wasn't gore. Yeah, but it's pretty graphic. Like, I suppose like, cause you see from, her from head... the sixties, I guess it would have been pretty. But you see her head busted in. Oh. Like, it's all jagged and stuff where it like hit the oh, pavement. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really. Mm. I mean, it wasn't really paying that much attention to that. Mm. I mean, I suppose like I was expecting a little bit more gore when she had the big knife out at one point. Yeah. Walking around. I'm surprised they let her. Get so close to the baby with a knife. I mean, they like Roman. Yeah, my instinct was like, oh, kill it now, kill it now. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, as if it didn't happen. But like, Roman must have been very um, sure that she wouldn't hurt it. Like, or, he, he was pretty or, sure. Because it's the devil baby and a knife couldn't kill it. And they were like, yeah, do your worst. Maybe. I like to think that if they're going to go to the effort of bringing in a devil child into the world, that probably yeah, got that some, they're probably pretty, got some skills. They're pretty sure that he won't be killed by a knife. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that belies their, you know, confidence in it. Um, <clears throat> I guess since she won the Academy Award. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's Minnie? almost like they dodged a bullet by not giving it to her, right? No, no, I mean, like, shall we discuss Minnie? Because I'm oh, guessing she yeah, oh, so I thought we're... <laughs> No, no, I, I've, I've thrown enough shade about <laughs> Frank Sinatra and his fucking mob connections. Asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 go on. So, Minnie. Um, okay, so... For me, Minnie was one of those characters where I was like, you know what, you're annoying, but you're fitting your role really, really well. I like, I like the Kinda... fact that Minnie is obviously evil, and yet she's still very like, you know, when he when Roman accidentally gets liquor on the floor, she's like, ah, she cleans it up. Like when. Um, when Rosemary drops the knife onto the ground and she's like, ah, you know, like trying to fix it. Like she's, she's evil. And yet, you know, someone like her, like, you know, of yeah, some so old lady. She's, she's, she's crazy, but she's also, but she's not crazy. No, sorry, not crazy. <laughs> well, okay, she's in a cult. Mm. So she believes certain things that are pretty intense, but she's also one of those like, Grandmas from next door or ladies from next door where you're like, oh, you're just like a little old grandma who just wants to keep going at things yeah, and cleaning and things. Everything and you want to fine. see you want to see the sinister side of her and yet everything's done so like cheery and so like even 
obviously they've been following um, Rosemary when she goes to meet Hutch and Hutch's falling into mm. a coma. Mm. But the way she bumped it, it's like, oh, you know, you said you were going out, so I thought I'd go out as well to do some Christmas shopping. Like, she was just very... I mean, I called bullshit on that one as well. I mean, I was like, yes, of course. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, of course, they were like, following bullshit, her. Bullshit, you did. Yeah. Of course they were following her, but the way that she portrays herself to Rosemary is very, like, it's pretty believable, like... Sure, you know. I guess you would buy it pretty easily. I'd, <sighs> I'd, I'd just get sick of her. Like, if oh, she yeah, was there, like, sure. every day giving, oh, you, a, giving sure. you a thing, I'm like... But at the same time, she's very, Rosemary's just like, hey, I'm going out. I won't be taking my shake, Lola. She's like, yeah, cool. Like she, you know, I remember thinking. Yeah, she doesn't make, I guess she doesn't make it explicit. Yeah. She doesn't make a, she doesn't harp on about certain things. and It never gives her a reason to suspect or be concerned. I think that's. But I think that's. Flying under the radar as a character. But even that is, that's mini. Like you can tell that she's not putting it on like because yeah. even when the cult is revealed she's still like here have a cup of tea blah blah, blah you'll be fine blah it's blah just like tea. she's just she, yeah, yeah. yeah she's like what's in it tennis room she's like no 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 it's just tea like ah, don't you know, be silly and yeah. she's just she's like that the secret has been revealed the mask has been taken off and it's still mini like mini to me that is only just to, like to me that. to me that only suggested when i watched it that this is just going through the trope for her, like going through the ropes yeah, she's done it a million times. Like, yeah, come on, next. Yeah. Come on, where's the other one? Well, oh, well, that one didn't work. Right, who's next? Yep, cool, you you're up. You hear through the wall the day... Then they move in, they get the chanting. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they hear the chanting. So this is a couple of days after they've moved in because the first night or the first couple of nights she meets Terry. Yeah. And then you hear Roman and... Yeah, so you hear the chanting and then the night after that is when they find Terry dead. So... I think what happens is that because you can hear Minnie and Roman fighting and uh, Minnie says something like, I told you we shouldn't have told her. Like, she wasn't ready to hear it. So, yeah, obviously, yeah. what must have happened is they told her, look, you're the, the devil's going to rape you and you're going to have the, the devil's kid. And she was just like, fuck this, and then jumped out a window. What I don't understand, and I don't think it said it in the book because I have read the book but a long, long time ago and I wasn't going to read it again because I remember it scared me. Um, <laughs> the, what I don't understand is the fact that the old lady that used to live in that apartment, they, I mean, they obviously did something to her cause she went into a coma as well, mm. but is it because she had not wanted to be in the cult anymore because she had put the, the big thing in front of the passageway mm. to get them in. And I mean, they obviously killed her. So obviously something must've happened, but she was making, herbs for them like she was a she she was yeah, making, she was, yeah so yeah, yeah, I, I mean that's you know, never I really even, explained I didn't even really think about that in retrospect like of course the old lady I guess when we were walking through it I was like oh this seems all kind of suspicious but I didn't know anyone at the time like, yeah was, so yeah I didn't exactly know who I mean was a, the problem you're wasn't. right it is something that you know if you did enjoy the movie you should probably watch it again because then on the way back you'd be like oh that thing yeah 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 a lot of yeah. things can make a lot more sense yeah yeah. So, this movie actually had two sequels. <laughs> really? Yes. Uh, one was a movie in the mid to late 70s, I can't remember what year it was, which was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And the other one was a book, no relation to this, the movie sequel, written by the same guy who wrote the original book. It came out, I think, 95 or 97, I can't remember. I'm going to t- tell you quickly what they were because mm-hmm. <laughs> I read that, that sequel and I didn't watch the movie, but I 
read the summaries and <laughs> watched the trailer, uh-huh. and then I was just like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I don't want to watch that. No more. Um, yep. So the – which one's worse? Hold on. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you the worst one last, although this one's going to be pretty bad too. <laughs> the book, the sequel, was about uh, how Rosemary had been in a coma yeah. for like 30 years. Yeah. And she wakes up in the 90s, and I can't remember if he's Adrian or Andy, but her son is like a self-help guru in the 90s, and he's trying to fight the evil inside him. Like, he wants to be good, and he's trying to fight that evil okay. that is inherently yeah, in yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And Rosemary is, like, kind of suspicious of him, but at the same time, she's really proud of him because, like, you know, hooray, he's trying mm-hmm. to fight it. But then at the end, he actually sets this uh, plague on the world and kills everyone. Huh. <laughs> and Rosemary gets sent to hell and she's been tortured and stuff. And then she wakes up in 1965 and none of it ever happened. In the 90s, this fucker wrote that book in the 90s after millions of stories ended of They Woke Up From A Dream. Some unoriginal shit going on there. That is, that is... <laughs> it's so bad. You know what that sounds like? That screams to me, I need to make a quick buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like, uh, holy shit, like, what can I do? the what can only I do? thing that made me money. Yeah, That's what can just, I do? Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Hollywood techie ending. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Done. Done. Print my that's money. Not, that's not the worst sequel. <laughs> so, the other sequel, the, the movie, had the only original person in it was Ruth Gordon. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get anyone else. Uh, somebody else played Rosemary, somebody mm-hmm. else played Guy, or whatever. Yep. Now, <laughs> I don't think I remember this quite well, but it was something along the lines of, it's based on, I think he, I think he's definitely Andy in this, um, the son of the devil, who Guy tries to kill him. Like, her, him and Rosemary have split up. Rosemary gets kidnapped by a bus with no driver <laughs> what? because it's like possessed bus or something, and then you just never see her in the rest of the movie. Oh, that's freaky shit. It's, but it doesn't make any uh, Anyway. Well, no, it's just um, trying to not deal with the situation. Like. And he's like trying to run, like Andy's trying to run away from the, the cult people, and then Guy is like trying to kill him for some reason because he's still under the spell of the cult or some shit. And then Andy makes friends with some, uh, like, a sex worker, and the sex worker rapes him. And then you find out that the sex worker is working for the cult and she's now carrying the son of the devil again. And she goes back to, like, the cast of Ets and is just like, got him. <laughs> the baby is born and then the end. Like, it's just so stupid. The it's fuck was so, that? It's so, so dumb. There was also a remake done, I don't know if late 90s or 2000s or something. With Jason Isaacs as Guy, and I, I probably want to watch that, to be honest. It sounds like everybody hated it, but it's because, I think they added a lot of gore and stuff in it. Like, they tried to make Rosemary's Baby modern. Oh, okay. Um, so they tried to make it a bit more sort of darker, culty uh, sort of They tried graphic. to make it modern. They tried to pull in the kids by adding blood and guts and shit. Yeah, that's how they usually get us. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not really the kids anymore, but the... the, 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 the but a lot of people like I, I don't think yeah, I've okay. I don't think I've read a single positive review about that movie. But I don't know it's if it's because it's people like me well, who fucking love okay, the original. Yes, but having said that though, flip the coin. We watched a film that was 
got glowing reviews and it turned into a piece of shit. What? A colossal waste of time. Did it get glowing reviews? I thought it got good reviews, didn't Did it? it? Didn't I thought it? it was pretty mediocre. I think it was like a, well, a okay. C plus or something. But it wasn't one of those ones where they were like, don't watch this film, it's terrible. Yes. So yes. people were like, yeah, but it's I good, I like it. Much... Or it was okay, like, don't not watch it. I don't know how much that had to do with the advertising for it, though, because I don't... Because I know for a fact that both of us saw probably the same ads for it and we're yeah. like, that looks like a romantic comedy mixed with yes. sci-fi. that looks like a little bit of fun if yeah. we've got nothing else to watch. And then we watched it we were like, what the, the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm still angry about that. I know you are. And I, I kind of, like, if I think about it too much, I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm just like, fucking colossal, man. Like, yeah. fuck that movie. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Victor of, what is it? No, something Vicolondo is like, um, whatever. Anyway. Doesn't matter. No, no, no. It does matter because we need to avoid that guy. (laughs) No matter what. Like, fuck that guy. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, obviously, I fucking love this movie. (laughs) Look, I'll be honest with you. I I actually enjoyed it. But as I said to you earlier, I only enjoyed it once I'd finished it. Yes. Because I think it it has to be a complete film for me. I understand. Because... And this is the thing is like there's just a lot going on. The pacing might be a bit weird if you're just used to modern movies, because a lot of the movie, nothing's happening. Yeah, no, no, and I think that yeah. was fine. It was a lot of that, and to me, it was a lot of. Initially, there's a lot of build up, and sometimes if you've got too much build up and the drop doesn't match. <laughs> the drop. Well, what else do you call it? I mean, the bass is gonna drop. No. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. But no. Okay. That's but, so modern. Ah, uh, stop it. I'm he not just, even cool. He just called the Rosemary's Baby the drop. Well, anyway, you know, yeah, like yeah. when they drop. Okay, let's do that again. Um, <laughs> when, when, when they the big reveal. No, uh-huh. that's more house modern. You know, like. No, I'm, I'm just kidding, man. You call it whatever you want. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it now. I've lost for words. But the point is, sorry. When you, yeah, well, that's what we get. Um, I was kind of. It wasn't such a big deal because the build up was slow. There was a lot and of build up, but it was also because you knew what the end was. Like, well, I didn't know specifically what it was, but I knew roughly what it was. Because yeah. anyone, anytime someone says there's going to be a devil cult baby worshiping thing, I'm like, well, obviously they're messing with the baby, and there's going to be some. Baby-related Satanism. <laughs> That's pretty obvious. Mm. Um, but I thought the whole film was good. I <laughs> yeah. Like, I obviously come at it from a very different perspective. Of course, yeah, So yeah. I don't have the attachments you I don't. Have. I, I don't have any attachments to it. I think it's the first movie that I watched where it wasn't... Like, because I've watched a lot of, obviously, trash um, yeah. Trash horror movies. Like, I don't yeah. mean trash in a bad well, way. No, I mean like trash simple, as in sim- like simple horror as well, uh, like slash slasher stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I love the slasher genre. Um, but this is the first movie where the the lighting and the music and the acting actually was what helped that uneasy yes. feeling go on. But it also during like, the movie. But it also made you like just the way that they talked. What, not necessarily what they were saying, but also just how they were approaching certain conversations. You, you just couldn't trust anyone. So that could be because Rosemary is not a reliable narrator. So yeah, okay, that's fair. You Again, because you're looking at it from her perspective, you're seeing, like, what if... Okay, 
what if <laughs> the actual conversations between her and Guy were actually quite normal? But because we're seeing it her from seeing it from her perspective, they were gaslighting. Because the lens is coming from Rosemary, it could be that, you know, him going like, eat the fucking eat the fucking moose or whatever. Or or like him just being like, You always gotta find something about something. Yeah. Because we're seeing it from her perspective, it sounded like a, you know, what a fucker. Like, you know, fuck, fuck, I'll eat it, fine. <laughs> but what if he actually said it like... You well, know, I get, like, I get, yeah, right, okay, well, I guess fine, that's... Fine, don't Yeah, that, like, that's, that's a proper spin on that, I think, that would be interesting. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that would be a good way to explore a sequel. I think they did, they did um, think about something like that. But yeah. the thing is that exploring it from Guy's point of view... Is basically every other horror movie. Yes, no, no, you know? I think that's yeah, <laughs> like, no, I totally it's, agree. It's the, yeah. the female, because that's the other thing, like, this movie is basically Guy selling out his wife because he sees her as an object, because he's basically going, it doesn't matter, you're going to give up your kid, we're going to move to Beverly Hills, and it's fine. It's going to be like, great. Like, this is, this is fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You, you're not going to get attached. Like, it's Nothing's, just a baby. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he's completely just objectifying her to the point where she's just a womb on legs. And the f- that's what makes, at the end, when he's just, like, trying to appease her and being like, you know, they told me you weren't going to get hurt, blah, blah, blah. It's mm. like, and she spits on him. And you're just like, you deserve much worse than that. But finally, finally yes. she's standing up for herself. Yeah. And then there's that last little smile at the end of like, my babe. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And you're just like, oh, Rosemary, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. But that's what makes it so cool. <laughs> because at the end you're just like, oh, man. Well, I, to me, I kind of, my, my last opinion of it was makes sense that she capitulated makes sense that she kind of fell into it because she was like you yeah. know what after everything she's been through that's, after all she's going through that's all she wanted she's got nothing else to go like she's got zero cards to play no one's gonna let her out no one's gonna believe her if she gets out no one's gonna let her she's, have the yeah, baby nowhere to go nothing no one to like, trust no one to fall yeah. back on nothing at all and that's but that's what so she roll wanted with it. from the beginning she she literally what she wanted to be was a housewife having kids. Like she even mm-hmm. says to, I don't know if it's Minnie or the, or the real estate guy that was just like, we're going to have three kids. Like mm-hmm. this is, this is the plan. We're going to have three plan. kids. Yep. That's what she wanted. So the fact that yes, it was in an unconventional way, but that's what that says to me at the end. It's just like, well, yeah. you know, like I this isn't exactly how I wanted it, but I still got it. Yeah. So, so how many more devil charts do I have to have? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. No. Solid. Yeah. 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 So. <sighs> I like that we did this movie. And I'm sorry that I talk so much. No, 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 no. It's a passion project right here. <laughs> they were interesting things. This is ranting. Hopefully. This is ranting. <laughs> that was this real is what ranting. We do. I feel out of breath not only because we're stuck in this car right now, but also. There's a significant <laughs> lack of oxygen in this yeah, car. Yeah, but also because I've just been like, another thing. That Fuck Frank Sinatra off the ass. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I might cut that out. I hope he's not listening. He's dead. He died in 97. That's true. I mean, um, in the just a quick world. thing as well that this doesn't have to do with the movie, but it has to do not with Michael Sheen, but with mm. Mia Farrow. Um, Mia Farrow ended up marrying Woody Allen. Oh yeah. And Sun Yi is actually her 
daughter who is who Woody Allen ended up marrying. That's a bit weird. It is. Still can't get over. I think Woody Allen's a piece of shit, mm. but he wasn't actually there to raise Sunyi. But he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, piece of yeah, because you could tell that he was grooming her. Like, yeah, yeah, e- yeah. even if he wasn't there as a father role, he was definitely grooming her. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. That. Anyway, that's be beside the point. Yeah, what a... <laughs> also, <laughs> Mia Farrow's son, what is it, Ronan? Ronan Farrow? I think it's Ronan Farrow. They, she says that the father is Woody Allen, but he looks exactly like fucking Frank Sinatra. Oh. Yeah. And she stayed friends with, with Frank Sinatra all her life until he died. And even when they broke up with um, Woody Allen after all that shit that happened with Sun yeah. Frank Sinatra offered Mia Farrow to break Woody Allen's legs because he was part of the mob. Anyway, interesting, uh, yeah, <laughs> interesting yeah, Hollywood DNA history. DNA tests back then. Yeah. No, you can tell, though. Like, the, Well, I know, but like, people want the proof. Hold on. Let me get his actual name. Yeah, it is Ronan. Ronan Farrow. Yeah, right. Oh, do you want to see him? Because he looks exactly like Frank Sinatra. He does not look like Woody Allen. <laughs> he does not look like Woody Allen. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's... I mean, he looks heaps like Mia Farrow, but he does not look anything like Woody Allen, and he's a little bit of Frank Sinatra anyway. Mm, anyway. Anyway. Do you have any trivia? Um... Actually, you know what? That was my trivia. <laughs> I was about to say, like, yeah, yeah you... you... Mm. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I couldn't beat that trivia. I know way too much about this movie. I only realized it right now. It's okay. It's a good thing. It's <laughs> what we're here for. Yeah. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Let's get it out of there yeah. and into here. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, join our Instagram. It's what's the underscore matter. Woo! We're gonna be adding new stuff. Yay! Yeah, and uh, what's this? The first of five. Yeah, uh, first. Horror- of- <laughs> Get Horror. ready for more of this ranting. <laughs> ranting, rant, 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 rant. The rest of the movies, I think, are just as interesting. Oh, I can rant. Yeah. Oh, I'll be ranting. Oh, I can rant. <laughs> I will be the ranting. The ranting is a coming. The ranting. Wow. <laughs> that I doesn't mean, sound right. It doesn't, but I don't care. We're running with it. Because <laughs> it could just be ranting. It's who we are. The ranting. The ranting. No, the ranting has, <laughs> has emphasis. It's good. Yeah. It's necessary. That can be the, the name of our series. Halloween, the Rantanay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like uh, Dracula dead and loving it. It does. She will become one herself. <laughs> <laughs> one of the Rantas. <laughs> anyway, I think we're done. We're done. Okay, bye. See ya. Need some oxygen. Yeah, me too. <gasps>